And welcome back in Stripe Show Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Hope you're off to a great start this week. Let's get excited. The U.S. Open is here, the second major championship of the year up at Wingfoot, New York City area. Great golf course. I am so pumped that Wingfoot is the host this year. We get back to the roots, the traditional style U.S. Open. It's going to be a bloodbath, and it's going to be great. I love the U.S. Opens just like this, just like it was back in 2006 when Phil lost it on the 72nd hole. Jeff Ogilvie won the U.S. Open, plus five won that event, plus nine made the cut. <laughs> How about that? Plus nine made the cut. Minus five was a cut line last week at the Safeway Open, and the Safeway Open was won by 47-year-old Stuart Sink, his seventh win on the PGA Tour. All hell broke loose on the weekend, but nobody in their right mind handicapped Stuart Sink to win the Safeway Open. After all, he missed the cut at the Wyndham, 46 at the 3M Open, 60. Second at the Memorial, 17th at the Workday. Missed the cut at the Traveler, 62nd at the RBC, 47. You get it. Two top 10s in the last two years coming in, and Stuart Sink goes 65-65 to win the Safeway Open. Congratulations to one of the real good guys on the PGA Tour. And that's all we're going to talk this week about the Safeway Open because it's the U.S. Open, and I want to give you some good insight and some players that I'm looking at that I think will play well, and some guys that I'm going to pass on as I fill up my lineup in DraftKings. No better time to be playing right now. So we got you covered here. We need someone that can hit it long and straight. We need someone that has the approach game. We need someone that can get it done around the greens, and we need someone that can putt, free putt avoidance, and make those eight-footers to keep the round going par-saving putts. We need someone that's going to be emotionally stable. We need someone that's mentally tough. We need all things because Wingfoot is going to challenge you. I like to look at the strokes gain, off the tee, approach, around the green, putting. There's a lot of factors that I'll play into my model. And this week, strokes gain approach is the most important statistic. But strokes gain off the tee is right there with it. They are one and 1A. Now, right underneath that, strokes gain around the green and strokes gain putting. The kicker here is Poa. You've got that Poana influence in these greens at Wingfoot, and when you throw that name around, it starts to move statistics around. Some guys putt Poa better than others. Some guys putt Bent better than others. Bermuda better than others. But Poa, there's something about that word. Poana greens, and we have factored that in to our picks this week. Let's get right into it with the top dogs. The top dogs, 10,000 and above. And number one, no surprise, Dustin Johnson. Coming in at 11,500, DJ is playing some golf. First at the Tour Champs, second at the BMW, first at the Northern Trust, second at the PGA, first at the Travelers. Last year, he was T35 at the U.S. Open, third in 2018. Won it in 2016 in Oakmont, and then T2 at 2015. Chambers Bay, where he lost to... Jordan Spieth after three putting on those Poana greens. DJ loves Poana, though. Don't be, don't be alarmed. He loves 
Poa Greens, one of his favorite surfaces. Dustin Johnson is on a mission. Thank you, Brooks Kepka, for lighting the fire. My man is cruising right now, 11,500. John Rahm, just underneath that, 11,000. First Memorial, 13th the PGA, 6th the Northern Trust, 1st at the BMW, 4th at the Tour Champ. Last year, he finished 3rd at the U.S. Open. Missed a cut in 18 and 17, believe it or not. And John Rahm loves him some poet, too. DJ John Rahm, 1 and 2 in the world. You're going to pay for him. I will fill out some lineups in DraftKings with those two up top. But if you take those two, 11,500 and 11,000, it's not going to leave much underneath. So you're going to need some value picks. We'll get to that later in the show. But continuing on, Justin Thomas, 10,700. I'm going to pass. JT, I know, second at the Tour Champ. But, you know, before that, not showing incredible form. Justin Thomas type of form. $10,700 type of form. 25th at the BMW. 49th at the Northern Trust. 37th at the PGA. It's the putter that concerns me with JT. Four of the last five events, he's losing strokes to the field. And big numbers. He lost 3.2 putting at the Tour Champ. Lost four at the Northern Trust. Lost three and a half at the PGA. Lost two at the WGC, where he won. The putter feels off to me. I'm going to pass on JT. Rory McIlroy, 10,500, just had a baby. Last year, T9. Missed the cut in 18, 17, and 16. For those of you that have kids, when you have a baby, your golf game will struggle. <laughs> I've had two of them, and um, your mind is elsewhere. I'm going to pass on Rory this week. It's been a tough go since coming back from COVID. His game obviously had a baby on the way. Now that the baby's here, we'll see. I'd love to see Rory make a run, but I'm going to pass at 10,500. I'm not going to pass on Xander Shoffley at 10,100. Pete checks all the boxes for me, and Xander is playing his best golf, I think, right now. We are entering into it. He had the best four-day score at Eastlake. Uh, and, of course, he started behind, right? But you take the four days and you add those up, Xander's score versus the others. He actually had the best score by three shots, but extremely well at Eastlake. Loves that place. T3 last year at the U.S. Open, T6 2018, T5 2017. I mean, that is some heady stuff. He checks all of the boxes. Strokes hand off the T8, approach 37th, around the green 37th, putting 33, total third. Loves Poa. Another guy thrives on Poa Green. Xander will be in some lineups for sure. And this lineup, I already talked about, I'll have some top heavy lineups where I'll have, you know, Rom and DJ. And in that lineup, Xander can't be in that. But I'll do some other lineups where we lead off with Xander, and then that'll leave a little bit more room into the 9,000 and the 8,000, which we'll get to here momentarily. Colin Morikawa coming in at 10,000. T35 in the Open last year, U.S. Open. Strokes in off the T, 19th approach, second. He's going to get you there. He can get really going, too. You know, he's that guy that can just wear you out, fairways and greens. Round the green, 93rd, putting 128th, total fourth. You know, between Xander... In Morikawa, for $100 more, I'll probably take Xander. I think Xander's the more complete player, even though Morikawa, I know, won the PGA Championship. So up top there, we'll have some couple lineups. Heavy, DJ Rom. that's so obvious. These two, Wingfoot, big advantage, right, for these top two players. But I'll have some lineups where I'll lead with Xander as well. We get into 9,000. 9,000, Bryson, 9,900. What happened to Bryson's approach game? 
you know, I just, I, I look at Bryson when he came back from COVID, of course, put on 30 pounds, all of that speed, all of that distance, some great work with Chris Como. Had a great podcast with Chris. Go check it out. But as of late, Bryson DeChambeau is really struggling uh, in the approach game. And uh, to the point that for me at $9,900 uh, is very concerning. He loves Poa. Bryson's still putting uh, extremely well. But 22nd at the Tour Champ, 50th at the BMW, missed a cut at the Northern Trust, losing strokes to the field in the approach game. And the putting's been a little up and down, although I don't worry about the putting as much as I do the approach game. I'm going to pass on Bryson DeChambeau. Webb Simpson, 9,700. If Webb can drive the ball well, I think he'll be there. He's going to sacrifice some distance. I think Webb has done a good job of becoming a better and more consistent driver of the ball. I think he's a good enough hybrid long iron player, but he's got to be in the fairway. Webb has had a couple of events. Not as of late, but a couple months back where I thought he was a little erratic with the driver again. I think he settled that down. I think I'll play Webb to some degree. He's 16th in fairways on the PGA Tour. $9,700. Patrick Cantlay coming in at $9,400. i am going to pass. I'm a little worried about Cantlay's approach game as well. He checks the boxes for patience, plays courses, these types of courses, tough courses very well. But the recent form, missed a cut at the Northern Trust, 12th of the BMW, didn't even make it to East Lake. Wouldn't be surprised to see him there. Hang around, plus one, plus two, all of a sudden, late Saturday into Sunday, he's T12. Um, but I just, again, the approach game, much like Bryson, I'm going to pass. Daniel Berger, can he take the next step? All right, that's the question. Can he now take the next step? You look at him statistically. He checks all of the boxes, 27th off the tee, 34th approach, 28th around the green, 17th putting, 6th total. This is not the St. Jude before it was a WGC. This is not the Schwab. This is the U.S. Open. And is Daniel Berger ready to take that step? I'll play Daniel to some degree. I like Daniel. I like Webb. I don't love him. Hideki Matsuyama, he's coming in there in the low 9,000s. He's tough course as well. You know, he was, I played him at the BMW um, for that very reason only. He's a guy that plays tough courses well, one at the Memorial. And I think this will play a lot like the BMW that we saw at Olympia Fields. I have just come to the conclusion when I play Hideki, I just close my eyes <laughs> because he, he just, oh man, he'll, he'll hit like slices off the tee sometimes. And then. He'll get it around the green, and he is magic. This guy around the green is one of the best in the world. And I think he's starting to find just a little bit of form with his putter. He's been in the positive strokes game putting as of late. And uh, I like that. So he's trending with the putter. I think he'll do enough with the ball striking. His short game is great. Tough course. Mentally tough. Leave the emotion out of it. Hideki. Checks those boxes. But I'll be completely frank. People in the 9,000 here, all these guys, I don't love them, right? So I don't love these guys in the 9,000s, although I'll play a little bit of Webb, a little bit of Burger, probably even just a little bit more of Hideki Matsuyama as we move into the 8,000s now. 
Let's take a second to talk about the guys and girls over at Encore Golf. Encore has earned a reputation of having the most cutting-edge technology in their golf balls that the industry has seen in quite some time. Their team in Buffalo, New York, is changing the script of golf technology through the perimeter-weighted designs. Use of high-density particles and even a nano-transitional layer in their latest creation, which offers players enhanced accuracy and control for every shot on the course and extreme velocity off the tee. They already have their award-winning Elixir and Avant 55 golf balls, but the new Vero X1 is the highest performance ball to date with their full suit of golf balls. They are transforming the game for players of all skill levels. Visit EncoreGolf.com slash Travis Fulton for more details about their products that are revolutionizing the game. Now back to the Stripe Show podcast. And the 8,000, a little surprise for me, is kicked off from Tommy Fleetwood at 8,900. Fleetwood has lost the approach game. Hasn't played a lot, I know. Has a good track record at U.S. Opens, I know. But he lost 6.3 at the Wyndham and lost 6.6 at the Northern Trust in the approach game. That's not Tommy Fleetwood golf. What's going on with Tommy Fleetwood? Jason Day had some form there earlier in the year particularly in the approach game, showed some nice growth there. And ironically, right after he left or split with his coach, Colin Swat, and his longtime coach, he goes on this terror of approach game. But now he's back to losing strokes um, in the approach game. You know you're going to get the short game. You know you're going to get the putting with Day. It's just, are you going to get enough fairways and strokes gain approach? I'll pass at 8,800 with Jason Day. I'm going to pass on Adam Scott as well at 8,700. Hasn't played a lot. Who knows, right? I know Adam Scott's a world-class player, but he just hadn't played a ton. So it's hard for me to get excited about Adam Scott at 8,700. I am going to get excited about Tiger at 86. I'll come back to that here in a bit. Patrick Reed, 8,500. T32 last year, fourth 2018, 2017 was T13, missed a cut in 16, 2015 T14. Grinder, patient, do what needs to be done. Patrick Reed, you know, he's he's kind of got that U.S. Open mentality. I've been on the wrong side of Reed. I'm not going to play him, so you probably should. <laughs> so he's, uh, it's, um, it's funny. We, you always have one of those guys. And for me, it's, it's Patrick Reed, Justin Rose, 8,400. I have no idea what Justin Rose is doing. Just feels very uh, unstable to me. So I'm going to pass on Rose. I'm going to pass on Ricky Fowler, 8,300. You know, he's still going through those changes. Who knows? Might come together. Fowler needs to get his putter back though. That's the biggest question mark for me. Ricky Fowler, uh, his game, perhaps, all of it is struggling because of these swing changes that he's making wholesale changes. Just, just doesn't feel right uh, for me with Ricky Fowler. I'm going to pass. Scotty Shuffler was at 8,200 bad break. He will not be playing uh, at Wingfoot uh, due to coming down with COVID. There's Terrell Hatton, 8,100. Love him. Love Terrell Hatton. I've said it many times. One of the most underrated players in the game. T26 last year. Uh, T6 in 2018, he has the game. I mean, he, he he checks all the boxes. You know, one Arnold Palmer, that course was playing brutal. Watch out for Terrell Hatton. Victor Hovland, 8,100, uh, played well in his only U.S. Open last year. You know, I just, it's interesting with Hovland for me. You know, I saw 
But Jeff Smith, who also works with Patrick Rogers and others, posted the video. So it's just interesting to me that there's another coach involved with Victor Hovland. I think like Josh Gregory works on a short game. So it's, you know, I just, I guess I just asked the question why um, and what's going on there. Anytime I see that, I get a little worried um, as changes are happening or tweaks or cleanups, you know, as that's the, that's the code talk that you'll hear from coaches. But I'm going to pass on Victor Hovland. Uh, Matthew Fitzpatrick is at 8,000. I like Matthew Fitzpatrick. When you look at the two guys that really stand out to me in the 8,000s, Matthew Fitzpatrick's one of them. Look at his run in the U.S. Open, uh, T12, the last two years. He's played well here. You know, he's a player that, it's interesting, he drives the ball well. Strokes hand off the tee, 59th. And he's a great putter. Strokes hand putting second. Strokes hand total, 16th. Approach game is okay. Um, I saw him play with Tiger earlier in the year. Thursday, had a really bad round. Friday, came back, played great. I think Matthew Fitzpatrick is on the rise as a player. I like him in his game at this type of venue. Tiger, I mentioned, I like Tiger. And I'll tell you why. If Tiger can come back like he did and overcome the things that he did to get back into the winner circle, Tiger will overcome a little bad stretch of putting. I promise you that. I promise you that he will overcome a little bad stretch of putting. His distance control has been bad, yes, but it's Tiger Woods, right? This is this guy knows how to putt. He will have some good putting weeks. I expect him to putt better this week at Wingfoot. I expect him to hit that little squeeze fade out there off of the tee. I expect him to go to work with his approach game. I expect him to make the cut, hang around. You know when Tiger name is lurking late, it has an impact. He knows how to win. I think Tiger is playing for major championships. I look for him to play better this week. Let's finish out the show here with some value picks. Guys that, you know, come in there at the 7,000 range, 6,000 range. I'll kick it off with Matthew Wolf, 7,700. I like what Matthew Wolf is doing. Worked with George Gankus. I think he's showing consistency. I think he's showing maturity. He's got the length. I like Matthew Wolf. I think he's hitting the ball good. 7,700, sign me up. He'll be in some lineup. Sanjay M, my man, 7,500. Former rookie of the year, Sanjay and Rory. Nobody got affected more than those two from COVID. They were playing great. Shut down. They just hadn't really been able to get together. But Sanjay as of late, has played good at the Tour Championship. I think he's back. 7,500, I like Sanjay M. Brendan Todd at 74, why not? I'll give up a little distance here for more fairways. Brendan Todd will wear you out hitting fairways. I think Brendan Todd will do well here. $7,400. I think we continue to, I don't know, you know, maybe not give Todd his full due. Sometimes I, I fall into that category. But I look at him and I'm like, yeah. Yeah, I like I like Brendan Todd here. He checks the boxes here. Good putter. Hit a lot of fairways. Not going to overpower it. I don't think you need to. I think you need to be long enough, but I think you need to play this golf course from the fairway. Louis Ustazen coming at 7,600. All he does is just play well at U.S. Opens. T7, T16, T23, T23, T2. How's that? 
for the last five. Sign me up for some Louis. Henrik Stenson, 7,200. Last two U.S. Opens, T9 and T6. Hadn't played a lot, but I start going through some of these names. I like, give me some experience here. You know, a little experience with Stenson. A little experience with Ustazen. A little experience with Brendan Todd. Now, a little youth with Wolf and M. I get that. But I'll roll the dice with Stenson at 72. Give me a T20. Make some putts. Siwoo Kim, in my model, he comes out really, really well. Sibu Kim could be a little bit of a sleeper for me. I think Kim can get it going. I don't know if he can win, but I wouldn't be surprised to see a top 20 out of Siwoo. You get down to the 6,000. Ches Reevy, 6,900. He finished third in the U.S. Open. You're telling me Siwoo Kim can't finish third? Ches Reevy finished third in 2019. Finished 16th in 2017. He was third at the Safeway. He likes Poana Greens. Ches is going to get the ball in play. He's going to get the ball in play. Can he do enough with his putter? I think he will this week. I think Chez is moving in the right direction, works with Mark Blackburn. I, I like Chez's. I, 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 need him to, I need guys to make the cut here. I think Chez makes the cut and makes some noise on the weekend. Another guy that played well at the Safeway, Kevin Streelman, 6,700. We've seen him pop up there. Same, same kind of player. Can he hit fairways? Can he do enough with the putter? These guys can't be playing from the rough, though. They cannot have a bad driving week. Dustin can have a bad driving reek and still kind of keep himself in there. He has the speed and the power, the fire power to do that. Not Chez, not Kevin Strillman, but if they drive the ball like they usually do and they have a good putting week, they're going to make the cut. They're going to make some noise. Third at the Safeway's best putting surface is Poana as well. How about Lanto Griffin? 6,500. You look at his stats, checks all the boxes. That's a good player. Lanto Griffin. Yeah, he was in the finals. <laughs> he was in the finals at Eastlake. Uh, he won last year on the PGA Tour. Very good player. Checks all the boxes. 6,500. I like Lanto Griffin a lot in my lineup, as Brian Harmon. Brian Harmon, 6,400. Another player that's going to get fairways. Another player that can get it going with his putter. 12th at the BMW, 11th at the Northern Trust, 27th at the Wyndham, 58th at the PGA. I like Harmon to make the cut, do enough with the putter. I think there's some good value picks to make the cut and run with guys, you know, under that top heavy bet, right? You take a DJ, you take a ROM, and then you come back underneath with a Lanto Griffin, a Brian Harmon, a Kevin Strillman, a Ches Reevy, a Louis Ustase. And now you get into the sevens, you know, that now you get into the, the, the mid to high sevens and you're probably not going to be able to play DJ in ROM. Now, if you take one of them out and now you start mixing in a Tiger, a Xander, a Webb, now you can start moving into some of these guys in the 7,000. Matthew Wolf, I like. Sunjay M, I like. Brendan Todd, Stenson, Siwoo. So a lot of different ways to play. I like to play it a couple different ways. I'll get my lineup in for the full show in the full breakdown. Look for my show called The Matchup, presented by DraftKings. And we'll be coming back later in the week with Colt Nose. For more insight on Wingfoot, who he likes, heading into the tournament, all things professional golf this week, and then back with Samantha Marks for the happy hour edition on Friday, back from her vacation, all kinds of things happening here. It's a Stripe Show podcast. Thank you for being here. Go to Instagram at Travis Fulton Golf, Twitter 
at Travis Fulton for some more content. We're making people better at the game of golf all the time. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you later in the week with Colt Nost. It was sure nice seeing the teams back out on the gridiron over the weekend. Lucky for us, that was just week one. There's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. To add to this week's excitement, DraftKings has millions of dollars in total prizes up for grabs. If you haven't tried DraftKings yet, head to the App Store now because you don't want to miss this. Draft your lineup now and feel the sweat like never before. Every run, pass, and catch means more with DraftKings. It's simple. Just pick your lineup, stand to the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching the game quite like having a shot at millions of dollars in prizes. DraftKings has paid out billions of dollars to winners since 2012, so they know a thing or two about cold, hard cash. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code TRAVIS for a limited time. New users can get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes this week. Don't miss out on the week two action. Enter code TRAVIS to get a free shot at millions of dollars in prizes with your first deposit. That's code TRAVIS only at DraftKings. Make it rain. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details.